Are we live? Good morning, Biscuiteers. Welcome to the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road in beautiful downtown Maui. We're back, baby. I know a lot of you gave up. You're like, you are never coming back to the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. You're going to be stuck in the biscuit bunker forever. Well, but joke's do I have on news you. for you. I still believe, baby. And I still believe. Coming up on the show, we got cooking, we got comedy, we got conspiracies. All right, let's play the. Uh, but first, let's play the our actual theme song. song. Here let's we go. Let's do it, dude. Will you wake up in the morning? Uh, it seems like forever since we've been in here. Yeah, I think our last show in here was like, "What is coronavirus? This will all blow over." Let's go to Acid and Hana. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually the last thing a, that we did. What a long, strange trip it's been, baby, baby. Yeah, it's we almost got stuck out in Hana. Yeah, we almost got trapped out there. Can you? You can turn my mic down just a little bit. I'm peeking a lot there. Okay, there we go. Last week, baby. Yeah, so we finally have our train whistle back too. It was like and the. <laughs> Both those things were in quarantine here at KAKU. We couldn't get in to get them, so we had to do all of our shows from the Biscuit Bunker without the train whistle. Yeah, without the train whistle and out with doing this in front of a live studio audience. I am Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fody. We are Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits and Gravy. We got radio smothered and covered. We're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room, and that's where I fulfill my contract because this is Vincent Fody. Technically supposed to be an educational TV show. Biscuits and gravy on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, is nothing but highbrow entertainment and education. So let's go back and recap. We... The last thing that we did here was we were getting ready to go to Hana because that's when the whole that's when things started getting really serious. Yep, because this things, was, uh, we didn't really know what was going to happen with the coronavirus when we did our last show. No, and then we we took a trip to Hana, and by the time, thank you, Tony. My, that was my our lovely, studio assistant and production engineer. My lovely DJ assistant. DJ Tony Two Tokes in the studio dropped today. Dropped off my hot tea. You're I a got, hot tea. I got a hot tea from a hot tea. And then we went out to Hana, and while we were out in Hana, we saw we saw Cheyenne out and there. And apparently, the world was collapsing and in it was, the two days we went without our cell phones. It was what, you, me, Corky, and... Friend of the show, where in the world is Corky Gardner? And was Shane there with no, us? No, it's just us. Oh, okay. Just and, the dream team. And then we started to find out, hey, they closed all the restaurants, and the restaurant that I was working at was closed. I was like, cool, like three-day weekend. No. But then it turned out <laughs> it turned out to be 16 a 400-day weekend. weekend. <laughs> and unfortunately, the beautiful studio here, the Zork Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, we are many things, okay? But we do not want to oh spread God, misinformation and diseases. So we did have to close down the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater and go to the Biscuit Bunker where I became a bit of a truther. And I was scared to be underground, Vincent Fody, because you know how much I hate <laughs> chuds. You know how much I hate the chuds, Vincent the chuds, Fody. That's where they are. They're underground. What in the are bunker. the chuds, Vincent Fody? Cannibalistic human underground dwellers. Chuds, baby. Chuds is an acronym. Mm-hmm. And so we were down there in the bunker, a.k.a. my bedroom. I, yep. I set up some recording equipment and we were able to record... All of our episodes every week from the Biscuit Bunker, 
at my house and then i was able to um like edit them and then send them to tony we could say f-bombs bro it was fun because as much as i like being here in the studio and not having to set up the recording equipment every time we record and break it down and everything it's it was nice to be able to we were able to smoke weed yeah dog while we were recording that episode a couple weeks ago where we were drinking scotch what a great episode we were drinking lagavulin so there's no no scotch in this uh hot tea that i'm drinking right now scotch is so yummy well we had such a good time in the biscuit bunker we did but it's time to bring it back in baby i'm so happy to be here but i'm I'm a little bit nervous to be live on the air again because there's no there's no safety net Mm, you know, we don't what need if, a safety net, man. What if uh, I say the F word? Well, you're not going to because you're professional, bro. I am professional. What uh-huh. if, and we're not going to scream about fascists. <laughs> what if I accidentally do a call to action? Tony, Never going to happen. Tony said I'm not allowed to say the F word. And guess what? And you I'm, may, you may <laughs> not think. I'm definitely not allowed to do a call to action or any qualitative statements. <laughs> That, of course, is the hit song. Is it Call I Still Believe? The song? All right, cut it off. We're gonna Boom! Get, right there, baby! We're going to get kicked off Facebook on our, uh, our first day no back on Facebook Live. No one can own the lyrics to the Lost Boys soundtrack, baby. Yeah, so that is the song I Still Believe from the Lost Boys soundtrack. All right, it's time to jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show, baby. We are too used to doing these 120-minute episodes. We are vaxxed and relaxed. We are back in the studio. I'm vaxxed it's time and vaxxed, to, baby. It's time to trim the fat Ooh. and get back down to business. So, Chuck... I've had an interesting week. I've been trying to um, – oh, we should also mention, if you're listening to us on the radio, don't forget you can check out all the old episodes on – if you look, look us up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can find us at Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can find us on Instagram at Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can find us on Patreon at Biscuits and Gravy 808. And it only makes common sense. And it only makes it's common back, sense. baby. <laughs> oh, man. So – we, I've had a crazy couple of weeks. I've been trying to find a car. I'm in the market to buy a new car. I might buy a new car today. Um, <laughs> you just bought a new car. No, I'm going to buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been in the market to buy a new car, and I got to say the car market on Maui is really crazy right now. The car market everywhere is really crazy. I spent three hours yesterday looking at different places in Washington, Oregon, and California. Oh, yeah? And they got a bunch of different quotes to ship over a 2008 Hyundai Elantra, and... It might actually be cheaper to buy a car on island. And I've been on Craigslist trying to trying to find. I was thinking about trying to buy a Subaru. You know they took off the men searching men thing on Craigslist. They took <laughs> off the personals. You would look that, great. That's in a, a Subaru. shame. I uh, yeah, I've been trying to buy a Subaru on Craigslist, but then every time that I find one on Craigslist, it's it's already snatched up like no. about within an hour. Like I, no. every time I email somebody, I'm like. Surely I must be the first one to email you, and they're like, no. Then you show up, and guess what? It doesn't exist, It folks. doesn't exist, folks. And, yeah, so it's it's really hard. And then, not to mention, you know what's the, the worst part is that when I'm trying to, like, browse through all the cars on Craigslist, uh-huh. there's so many trash posts of people trying to rent their car out. Because oh, you, yeah. you know how the, the car rental companies ran out of cars for a while, so people weren't able to get cars yeah that's why i'm buying a new car people weren't able to get rental <laughs> cars so now everybody's trying to rent out their car on craigslist trying to make an extra buck and no, and it, that's the worst way to rent a car too is through craigslist right and that's 
It's it's not even like good cars. Everybody's like, "Do you want to rent my '95 Ford Probe?" And it's like, yeah. "No, get this get for, this posting off of Craigslist." You're taking up all the Craigslist ad space that I'm trying to look through. Yeah, I'm trying to buy Callahan's bikes for Christ's it's sake. It's super annoying. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for getting it dialed into KAKU KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Thanks for liking gravy. us and subscribing to Spotify to Apple Podcasts. Thanks for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of your day, a part of your life, a part of your year sit down vincent Fodi. take a gravy seat what's on your biscuit mind i'll tell you what's on my biscuit mind it's the fact that today's show is brought to us in part by richard gears gears do you have a primal fear of gears that don't work they're suitable for an officer and a gentleman made in chicago thanks for tuning into the biscuits and gravy show maui's number two radio program coming up on the show we got spoiler alert Ooh, vincent Fodi, what are two television shows you're going to spoil for us today uh, we'll be talking Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's and Tale. How about Masters of None? Oh yeah, it's coming back, baby. It's back already. Oh, is it? I already watched the third season. He got un- in entirety. He got untoed. He got untoed. <laughs> By the way, if you're going to start a movement, you know, for social justice, <laughs> for for sexual awareness, and not take advantage of people, looking at you, Joe Biden, don't do it. Um, it's called hashtag Me Too. But if you're an old timey person, it sounds like they're saying. Pound me too. Pound me too. Yeah, like, don't take advantage of that girl. Pound me too. Mm-hmm. Today's show is presented in a part by Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies want Brady's Gravy. It'll deflate your hunger. Today's show is also brought to us by Tom Hanks Lambshanks. They're in a league of their own. For a limited time only, catch them if you can. Hey, Vince. You know what I love about Tom Hanks Lambshanks? They're big. So I'm I'm almost considering giving up trying to buy like a nice car, and you know that point where you get to that point in your life where you just decide to give up on life and you just buy way, way ahead of you, and you just buy that twelve hundred dollar Miata. I mean, you should buy like a nineteen ninety nine Volvo that just leaks oil everywhere. There's, there's always on Craigslist at any time you can find a twelve hundred dollar Mazda Miata, and everybody always thinks about it. But yeah. that's that's when you know you've truly given Friend up. Friend of the show, Courtney you, Gardner. <laughs> If you buy a used Mazda Miata convertible, there's like a 40% chance it was previously owned by a friend of the show, Corky Gardner. Mm. Come up the show, we got Comedy Corner, where we're going to talk about comedy going on on the island. You just had a nice big show over the weekend. I did. I opened up for Gareth Reynolds. If you want to jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show, you want to jump on the gravy train today, baby boy? I still have more stuff to talk about about Mazda Miatas. All right. Well, first <laughs> of all, before we talk about Mazda Miatas right here on KKU, the voice of gravy, Vince, I have a question. That's been on my mind all morning. It's all year. plaguing me. I know all the biscuiteers, all the gravy gals, all the biscuit boys, whether you're at home, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, they want to know, Vincent Fody, what's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? <laughs> what's going on, Chuck? What's going on? Are you bro? feeling good on a Wednesday? I am. I forgot the word deodorant, and I really regret one of many decisions I've made today. Well... I regret it even more, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, at least we can open the door here because mm. um, when you were stinking up the bunker. Holy Lord, couldn't do anything, bro. <laughs> there's not a lot of circulation in the no, bunker. No, that's not a good place to And live. there's not a lot of good air conditioning. We always had the ceiling fan going in the bunker. but and that was just spraying my BO towards you. But this is like ice cold in here. I feel good. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Coming up in the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we're going to have wild speculation about Joe Biden being deep faked. Also, did Bill Gates kill 1,500 people in England? Easily. 
I mean, also, are we gonna if Bill Gates is killing people, are we gonna get mad at him for killing the Brits? I mean, f those dudes. <laughs> I think the Brits naturally have weak immune systems. Yeah, I mean, they've been ugh. inbred for quite a long time. Ugh. Um. Also, like all those teeth that they're missing, Ugh. the the COVID goes right in the gums. So the worst part about Brexit is that the discount Polish dentists that were flying over to Britain on the weekends oh my can't go there anymore. So now British people are gonna actually have worse teeth than ever before, bro. Discount Polish dentist? Oh yeah, dog. That sounds like a like a discount like a joke setup. That's not a setup for a joke. No, it's real life, bro. Look it up. Right. How many discount Polish dentists does it take? Um, no, but have you heard the story about Bill Gates mm. killing people in England? I, I don't know anything about Bill Gates killing, killing tons of people all the time for no okay. reason. Okay, and guess how he did it? You'll never guess. With Excel. Oh, whoa! <laughs> I mean, if you anyone's ever used Microsoft Excel, and then they did the update where you had to put the plus on the other side to make all the columns add up, you'd blow your brains out, too. <laughs> Wait, so you really don't know about this story? No, never heard of it. Okay, so Excel... What's the story, Morning Glory? Excel update it to like a new version and the old version of excel had it had a limit with how many cells you could do it was like sixty four thousand. Mm-hmm. and then the new version of excel has an unlimited amount of cells that i got you a can joke use. for you real quick okay what's the what do excel and incels have in common uh the, their shirt size um <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs> uh no they both confuse dates Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because so, incels are always wearing XL shirts. Yeah, or double XL, triple XL. <laughs> okay, so, so Bill Gates. All right, so in England, in England, they were using they were using the old version of Excel to do all their contact tracing. Okay. All oh right. my God! And so when they got to sixty-four thousand or whatever, mm-hmm. Excel just stopped taking all the information for all the contact traces. So <laughs> they they lost like thousands of contact trace information that no that nobody was able to contact. And because all those contact traces got lost, it resulted in thousands of people getting the coronavirus they estimate that 1500 people died of coronavirus because they weren't able to do the contact tracing well those people should not have gone out in the first place they should have been bunkered in the biscuit bunker they should have been the in the biscuit bunker you know like who we was were. in a bunker the whole time this guy you know who didn't die of coronavirus this guy right here bro but now we're vaxxed and relaxed and ah, ready to get back I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and they gave me a 10% coupon at Safeway if I wanted to save money at food <laughs> shopping I wouldn't go to Safeway Wait, they give you a a coupon? Yeah, dog. They Wait, really? Me, yeah, dude, I got mad coupons. I got vaxxed at uh, Safeway, and they gave me mad Safeway coupons. Oh, so that's that was their for getting the jab, bro. And wow, they they want to start in many states. Come on, man. There's doing, a, a lot of states have been given free joints for jabs, bro. Joints for jabs. Yeah, a lot of states have been giving away free marijuana. Tony, can I get weed for getting vaccinated? Some places have been giving away beer. Ooh, and baby. then one state, I think it was Ohio, maybe they had a lottery. So if you if wow. you got vaccinated, you got entered into a lottery. And some and lady, Indiana, won- will laminate your Confederate flag for free <laughs> if you get vaxxed. But they won't. Oh, man. For some reason, there's a crossover between people who like flags with one star on them and won't get vaxxed. What's up with that? Um, do you want to do uh, get into our first segment? I would love nothing more. As the conductor of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, the jumping on the Biscuit and Gravy Train today, baby. Ooh, boy! You ready to jump on the Gravy Train, boy? Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff to talk about for Morningwood, and, uh, but first I want to do a quick follow-up junction. 
wow, this train whistle's really died over the past year. Am I not doing this <laughs> the right? Train ri- the train whistle got corona. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Today's show is presented in part by Helen Hunt's rifles. Her rifles are as, as good, good as, as it gets. gets. I actually am, uh, just listened to the Mark Marin Helen Hunt uh, podcast where oh, yeah? he interviews Helen Hunt. She's so sweet. Oh, is she? And, and speaking of other real podcasts besides this one, I opened up for Gareth Reynolds from The Dollop. The Dollop? I'm sure most they most of our listeners have, listeners have probably do. heard about, there's a podcast called The Dollop. They do American uh, history stories. It's two comedians discussing stories from American history. Uh-huh. And uh, the one guy, Gareth Reynolds, who was super funny, he came here to Maui, and I got to host the show. So it was, it was uh, Sonny Dennis, friend of the show Sonny Dennis, who was on our last episode, uh, Chino LaForge, and myself. And that Gareth Reynolds, he was so cool in real he was life. Cool. He, he was, was very nice. We he definitely down didn't the earth. smoke weed in the parking lot with him for a half an hour and talk about how Today's show was brought to us by <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard Against Scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your, your eggs, Benedict. Okay, so today for follow-up junction. What is follow-up junction? I, I sadly... I'm I'm kind of upset about this, but we have to talk about killer robot drones. Oh my god, I'm so excited to talk about killer robot drones, bro. Okay, so I, as all you we, guys know, I've been the foresayer of truth on the show, Biscuit The Loaded. prognosticator of prognosticators. I am the pro- I talk about things and then weeks later it's in like a hip trendy SNL thing. They're stealing from me, bro. I've been talking about Robots taking our jobs for years, and, what's and that now show on robots Hulu? are taking the police jobs by killing innocent people for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is the police's job uh, to kill job. to kill innocent people indiscriminately. Oh my god! Uh, you know so, the good thing is the robots don't have wives, so at so, least that. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't go home and beat their wives. Can't after do it. It's only forty five percent. So this actually took place in Libya. There's like a, a Libyan military conflict going on. I think it's like a civil war or something that's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, which, by the way, is like entirely like our fault. <laughs> is it really? I mean, it's mostly our fault. I mean, I, I find that easy to believe. Uh-huh. So there's some sort of Libyan military conflict going on. And the UN has reported that for the first time in history, a... All right, I want to get this right. They're it's the, a killer drone. So they're called LAWS. L A W S. It stands for Lethal Autonomous Weapons System. Um, a, a drone was used to kill somebody, and you're probably thinking to yourself, "Well, we use drones to kill people all the time." Yeah, Obama used all the drones to kill well, all the this people. Is, this all is the different time. because it wasn't a, like we weren't controlling a drone. They weren't controlling a drone, and then they saw somebody and they used the drone to like most, to bomb them. Most or drones shoot. are like video games. There's like some nerdy nineteen year old just bombing all the brown people. Right, like it's some guy in a strip mall from yeah from ten thousand miles away yeah. just bombing somebody. But this was actually the drone. Most of the time, if a drone is going to kill somebody, it has to like get it has to get an okay from a human. Like it says, "Is it okay for me to kill this person?" And then the human goes, "Yeah, shoot him down." And then everyone's happy, right? That's the sound effect of us bombing people for no reason <laughs> in other countries. But this time, they were using autonomous killer drones, where the without any type of human interaction, the drone was able to recognize like somebody and then kill them instantly. Without having to get like authorization from a human being. Yeah, robots don't need judge, jury. They're just executioners. Right. So this was just a drone flying around looking for humans, and when it saw one, it shot them down. Now, let's do the flip and this side is, of this. This is it. This is 
We have now entered Terminator. Yeah, which I've been rewatching all the Terminator movies this week, bro. Love them. And and by the way, Isaac Asimov, he kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Isaac Asimov, he's the guy that wrote the laws of robotics. Yes. And the first law of robotic is do no harm, just like doctors. You know, mm-hmm. robots well. are... <laughs> ro- <laughs> Robots are not supposed to be harming human beings, but I guess they didn't take into account the fact that um, we can just make robots that kill humans and don't ask questions. Now, you all know that I'm excited that robots will be taking over restaurant jobs. <laughs> now, I want the I want this to happen. I want the autonomous robot. Have you ever used to this, fly around kiosk? and be like, oh? Flying around Maui, be like, oh my god, hold on, my senses tell me that Chuck Thompson needs to stake Diane, and then they fly into my house and then make me stake Diane. I don't think that's how it works. I want robots to make me food. They can't even get the sushi train at Genki Sushi to work. You think they're going to be able to get that open to- during COVID? <laughs> I don't know. It's the cough train. You oh cough my on god. you, cough on everyone's food, and then it goes around the I'm whole like, restaurant. Hey, baby, I want a train run on me, so we go to Genki. <laughs> it's amazing. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little bit concerned, but you know what? I do like you mentioned uh, robots taking restaurant jobs. Have you ever used a kiosk at McDonald's? Oh, to order food? Yeah, yeah, it's way better. Yeah, it's way yeah, it's better than way better. than talking to an employee at McDonald's. Yeah, somehow like fries. Like when people tell me I can't hear you, I'm like, excuse me, you can't hear me. You can't hear me. Also. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Also, if you're saying something that rhymes with fries, what else is it going to be? On the menu. I'll take a side of lies. I'll take a side of surprise. Yeah, surprise. You got dino nuggets. <laughs> That's actually a good surprise. Yeah. I would be stoked if I got dino nuggets at McDonald's. Thanks they going to bring that back. K-A-K-U, K-A-K-U, 88.5, The Biscuits and Gravy Show, hosted by Chuck Sauce and Vince Fody. My cohort. My co-host, my co-something. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. Ooh, we're going to talk about movies. We got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. We got a little bit of uh, Morningwood. We talk about porn. In fact, what is Biscuits and Gravy, Vincent Fody? What? If you were to summarize Biscuits and Gravy into some sort of ukulele opus, well, what would you do? I have a song for just that occasion. Why don't we take a listen? Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, Biscuits and Gravy. All right. All right. So that's pretty much Our it. Our live studio audience can't get enough of it. Oh, they love it here at Tree 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 Dairy Road. All righty. Today's show is brought to us in part by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerkies. Need a shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerk meat than Paul Rubin's. Hey, Vince. It's a great snack to take to the movies. Today's show is also brought to us in part by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, Chuck, are you looking for the best in crochet equipment? Yes, I am. Well, I've, I've got, got a, a name. name. All right, should we... <laughs> Have we gotten all the killer drone stuff out of our system? For now, baby, but stay tuned for more Biscuits and Gravy because we are not the lamestream media, bro. We are going to give you all the unfiltered drone news, okay? Oh, yeah. Now, do you hear that sound? Ooh. That's the sultry sounds of Nelson Rangel, friend of the show. Mm. And you know what that means. That means it's time for Morningwood. Ooh. Morningwood is brought to us by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan. He just celebrated his his birthday. His 130th birthday. (laughs) He is Jewish and shriveled. I saw Bob Dylan once, and uh, My Morning Jacket and Wilco opened up for them, which is uh, beautiful, beautiful music. Wait, My Morning Jacket and Wilco? And Wilco opened opened up up for for Bob Bob Dylan. Dylan. It should be the other way around, because Bob Dylan live... 
Dude, the worst. Bro. Okay, so you're on the same page as me, Dude, right? Dude, the worst. Because I got into this huge argument about how Bob Dylan stinks live, and there was a bunch of Bob Dylan sympathists that that piled on, and they're like, um, actually, like when you go to a concert. No, it's not. First of all, anytime anyone says something's better at a concert than in real life, they're full of it. <laughs> oh, it's better at a concert with thirty thousand people drooling on you than the studio track they spent six months making one minute of noise for. Well, I wouldn't say GTFAO, bro. I would say you can get a better quality of like recording and performance uh, when you're doing a studio recording versus when you do it live, but. When you go to a concert, you want to hear your favorite songs, and you get to enjoy them in a large crowd with a lot of people. And all these people are like, that's not why you go to concerts. You know, you go to concerts to, to watch the performer, and I like to sit quietly. Bob Dylan sounds like he's drowning in quicksand head first. And Bob Dylan. That's how he sounds live. Also, Bob Dylan, what, I mean, Bob Dylan has never been famous for being a good vocalist. No. He's famous for being a good songwriter. He's but the, a but voice the problem that is, came from you and me. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I could probably name 10 Bob Dylan songs, right? But. When you go to see Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan is the hugest troll because he doesn't play any songs that you want to hear. All he plays is songs that you've never heard before, like his obscure B-sides and stuff. Ugh. And it's like – and Ugh. it's – you have to pay $100 to go watch this guy for an hour play no songs that you want to hear. It's like just play any song that I've heard before, any song. And what does Bob Will, Dylan Will give you? And, Nothing. Uh, My Warning Jacket, by the way, amazing. I'm sure they were. They were so good. Screw All right, Bob so, Dylan. It makes me so mad. It's time to talk about pornography, Vincent Foti. And I was trying. To, it's I, time to talk about pornography I brought a on date, the radio. I brought a date to the concert. And no she one's never, getting laid. She never heard of Bob, or she never really listened to Bob Dylan. I was like, let's go see Bob Dylan. He's fantastic. He's one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time. You're going to love it. Mm. And then it, the... the mm. The the boredom mm. was palpable. Everybody mm. there was like mad. Mm. Don't go see Bob Dylan live, guys. Mm. He stinks. Mm. Just like my armpits right now. <laughs> I really. All right, let's talk man. about let's talk about Morningwood. I've got some some fresh Morningwood news that I just found out this morning. Lana Rhodes is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, she is. Also, remember last week we were talking about the Brooklyn Nets and how you didn't know who the Brooklyn Nets were. And you know, my my friend reminded me. That I went to two Brooklyn Nets games when I was working in Long Island. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them play, and well, I forget they exist. Lana Rhodes has two news articles in the news this morning. One is that she went on a date with a with a, one of the Brooklyn Nets and his side piece. So it was like a they had a little a three pointer. A, hey, all right, I'm a comedian. All right, she went from downtown. Um. And then the other big news is that she's pregnant. Ooh. And so people so are <laughs> people are wondering if she uh, is ever going to return the porn after having her daughter, but probably not. She was semi-retired anyway. Yeah, she was already semi-retired. I mean, she was doing a little bit of OnlyFans, mm -hmm. but... Gabby Carter's um, also, uh, back out of retirement. You know what's funny? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, I remember I was not very familiar with Gabby Carter's work. And now you've been her, familiarized. Her Ovra, if you will. <laughs> Her ovary ovra. Ooh, baby. She's uh, great. But now I am very familiar. Mm hmm. Um, but one of the things that was weird that Lana Rhodes said was that Lana Rhodes was like, I don't recommend people getting them into porn because porn doesn't pay. Um, meanwhile, she is a millionaire. A multimillionaire. Who's dating a basketball team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, like, 
understandably you could she she meant that like the the actual porn industry versus like doing something like OnlyFans. Obviously, in this new porn market, OnlyFans is going to be a lot more lucrative. Ethical porn, porn made by women for everybody. OnlyFans puts the power in the sex worker's pocket, and I think it's a great thing. Everybody, right? In fact, I'm actually and all of the proceeds are going to the performer and yeah. the, and the person getting naked, not the camera guy or the guy the guy with the house in L.A. who's producing the the porn. But however, also, I, guys, I will have to say, guys swing porn. Can you stop doing it on sets that are under construction? There's nothing worse than like halfway through watching Faye Reagan get plowed, and you just start hearing like construction work going on. It's very distracting. Or you see a boom mic, you're like, wait a second, what's the production quality on this? <laughs> but uh, honestly, the I gotta porn say that has changed since we've been out of the, the historic biscuits and gravy empathy. Yeah, what a difference a year makes. Um, but even though OnlyFans is a lot more lucrative for the performer, you, you still have to get people to sign up for your OnlyFans. And Lana Rhodes, people like Lana Rhodes and Riley Reed would never have had the amount of of stardom and the the financial draw that they have if, if it, it wasn't for some of the the bigger companies. If like they weren't, if they weren't already major porn stars. Which funny, Riley Reed, By the way, I don't know if you heard, but Riley Reed just bought a new house. It was like three, another one, three point four million dollar house, mm. a palatial estate. Oh wow! In the California area. Nice, good for her. I mean, Riley Reed and Lana Rose, they are crushing it, dude. Yes. Could you imagine? I. That's a lot of work to to get where that is. <laughs> but that's a nice house. So, anything else for Morningwood today, Vincent Foti? Before we move on to the next segment, uh, yes. So, okay. have you heard about Samsung Sam? No. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard about this? No. Okay. Remember, we were a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about um, the hot Pixar ant. Yeah. From, from the movie um, Big Hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big okay. Hero 6 or 8 or whatever. And, yeah, somebody somebody photoshopped a very sexual version of her. And, and then, then we talked about they desexualized the rabbit for uh, Space Jam. Right. They made Lola Bunny less sexual. How are you making Lola Bunny less sexy? Come on, guys. Call number five. You're live. Give us a call. 808-873-3435. What's your hottest uh, animal bunny? Okay. Or, or who's the sexiest cartoon character? Mm. I was a big fan of Gadget from um, Rescue Rangers. I mean, also Gadget, bro. I mean, imagine having those nails digging your back. <laughs> oh, I tell you. Wait, Inspector Gadget? Um, I don't think I want to do that. <clears throat> Anywho. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So this is uh, this is a, a weird story. Okay, animation studio. There's an animation studio called Light Farm, mm-hmm. and they were hired to do like a concept. You know how Apple has Siri, and uh, Amazon has Alexa. Yes. Okay. Well, Samsung w- has their own thing that they're gonna do called called Samantha. Samsung Sam. Yeah. Right. And so instead of just being a hey di- Samantha, instead of just being a disembodied voice like Siri, they were going to have. An actual like cartoon character pop up on the screen. Sweet. So you can I be like, like it. "Hey Sam, you know, can you find me an article about this?" And then like a little cartoon character girl would come on. And she'd be like, "Okay, let me find that for hey, you." Hey Sam, can you drone strike some Libyans? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Um, so Light Farm Animation Studio came up with this Samsung Sam concept. Samsung and, Sam. That's and, a mouthful. And she looked kind of like like a 
like hot, a, a hot, hot Pixar hot, chick. She hot, Pixar, right? She hot, yeah. And as she soon hot. as they released even the concept art, mm. the internet went crazy. The internet went bonkers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the internet went out of control, and within 24 hours, there was already Samsung Sam Hentai mm. online. What with, is Hentai Vincent Fodi on um, KKU 80.5, The Voice of Maui? And I gotta say, it looked a little rushed, but. Ooh. <laughs> Not bad quality. Uh-huh. So, hentai is just um, like animated pornography. Uh, yeah, but like sci-fi stuff going on too. It's and fun. It, it tends to be more like Japanese influence. Mm-hmm. Tentacle related. <laughs> there is a lot of tentacles. A lot of tentacles. So then Samsung was like, whoa, you got to take this down and we have to rethink what we're going to do. I but mean, it's too late. It's already out in the ether. And uh, mm-hmm. Samsung she has Sam, a, you know her co- her co star. There's of people already doing cosplay of Samsung Sam. I know, and it's fantastic. Yep, Samsung Sam with Samsung Hung. <laughs> oh. Sam Hung. Okay, <laughs> Sam Hung Sam. I don't know, something like that. Mm. See, check out your all Sam and Sam action. All right, so that's it for Morningwood. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That was Morningwood with Vince Fodi. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? Today's show is also brought to us by Jim Carrey's Cemetery. Somebody plot me. Also the home of Jim Carrey's Cremations. You're smoking. Coming up after the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we have Attitude with Arnie Arneson or something like that. And at d- 1 o'clock, Delocal Show. And it's so great to be on, uh, whether you're listening on Wednesdays, <laughs> coming on after David Backman, or on Saturdays when we come after Home oh, Country. I just realized that they have the Biscuits and Gravy logo Yeah, up there. dog. Oh, the wow. The of the biscuits and the... I'm wearing my... Uh, right That's so great. So if you're watching us on Facebook, you can see the the actual Biscuits and Gravy logo in the, in the little right-hand corner there. That's cool. Now that is something... Okay, cut that off. I heard so that was actually something beneficial that I did during COVID. You know how most people just kind of wasted all their time. I actually took the time to try to better myself, and I took some. I took an online class that showed me how to do Adobe uh, Illustrator and she also hit. After Effects, and so I was able to create that cool icon in Adobe Illustrator, and I was able to do an animated version of that logo, which I think you can find on our Instagram. That it's, I, and it's groovy, bro. That to I, say the least. I animated the whole thing in After Effects, so I didn't. That I mean, that was pretty much the only thing I did <laughs> during during COVID. But I did something. You uh, you started using your feet more often, just like Dwight Schrute. You started like picking up stuff with your feet and writing with your feet. Uh, I didn't start picking up stuff with my feet and writing with my feet but i did record a video of me playing uh mario brothers with my feet on my nintendo switch so that was really fun i did start trying to do some speed runs also i've been speed running mario brothers oh yeah i was gonna say not in real life in video game world oh no i hate to run no i haven't gained or lost weight during covid you just stayed at a nice solid i have definitely lost all muscle, muscle mass. mass. Just <laughs> none. I've never floated that better before, dude. Like, when I went back to work, that's when I really felt it. Because not only was I, like, on my feet all day for the first time in a year, but also all my back muscles had atrophied. So <laughs> <laughs> I, really had to get, I really had to get back into the swing of things. Well, we're but at the halfway mark at the Biscuits and Gravy now. show. I love being back here in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. I know a lot of our listeners uh, really... 
really miss hearing our other segments. As you know, the Biscuits and Gravy Show is not only Maui's number two radio program, but we have other radio programs throughout the world. And I think it would be a nice time to take a little break and hear a little thing from some of our our sister stations from across the pond. Do you want to cue that up for us? Uh, yeah. Who would you like to hear from? I would. Do, How about let's do spaghetti and meatballs? I would love to. We do. haven't heard from those guys in no, a while. No, for some reason we cut off a lot of communication from our Italian show during Corona. <laughs> I wonder what could have happened. Mm-mm. All right. So you ready? I am. Okay. Let's play this right now. Buongiorno, signore e signori. Do you like the cooking? Do you like the comedy? How about the cooking? If so, join us every Wednesday at 11 for spaghetti and meatballs. Enjoy segments like a comedy bistro, manja manja, and chocolate the Italian knowledge stallion. So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WHOP, the voice of a meatballs. I like manja manja. Manja manja, bro. Manja manja. On W H O P. Nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about that. Oh my god. I love being back here in the Stork Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, everybody. I could not be happier to be back in here with my co host, my cohort, my co something, Vincent Vody. And I really just want to give a shout out to some of our, our really awesome sponsors that make the Biscuits and Gravy show possible. Sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress. Available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. And also Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. Mm. Oh, and here's a good one. Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. Oh, that's a nice one. You'll have a a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Mm -hmm. Did you have any... uh, any side effects from the vaccine? Uh, zero. I went uh, J&J. I did the one jab, one and done. And you didn't even feel anything? I, I mean, I had a sore arm the next day, right. but my girlfriend was also out of town. That's about so, it. Okay. You know, I mean, <laughs> All right. All righty. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the sore arm. Uh, when I got the first vaccine, I didn't feel anything. I got the Moderna. <laughs> When I got the second one, I had a little bit of a fever overnight, but that was about it. So I didn't drink a couple days beforehand. I didn't drink a week after, and uh, no side effects. And as I said uh, earlier on the on one of our previous episodes, that the night that I got the second vaccine, we also ate like thirty dollars worth of Jack in the Box, which can also so, absolutely just give you fever. So I can't tell if it was from the vaccine, if it was from eating all that Jack in the Box, but. You know, I didn't feel that great, but then the next day I was fine, and I feel a little bit itchy. Mm. Have you been feeling itchy? No, not at all. <laughs> I think you're going through withdrawal. I, I think it's just because I haven't um, taken a shower since I think I it's because you haven't been on the Biscuits and Gravy show, baby. It's because I haven't been in the historic Biscuits and Gravy amphitheater in over a year. They love it, bro. I've the crowd to get loves back in the studio. it. You want to do some Gluttony Club? I would love to do Gluttony Club, bro. Let's talk Gluttony Club, man. Cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn. Okay, that's the Gluttony Club music. Gluttony right. Club is presented in part by Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are cooking comedy and conspiracies. Uh, today on Gluttony Club, I want to give a shout-out to Gannon's Restaurant in Wailea. I can't say any qualitative statements about it because we are a nonprofit educational radio program. But I want to say if you want to see me enjoying $14 homemade tater tots, they're the bomb.com, bro. Oh, <clears throat> the aioli that comes on those tater tots is awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that aioli could not just be warm mayo. I didn't know that you can make aioli and have it be amazing. 
Um, yeah, you don't just warm it up. You have to put garlic and stuff in it. Oh, it's too. so good. Uh, a lot of longtime listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy show that know that I got a sous vide. I vacuum seal all the flavor and all my meat in, and I put it into a nice little meat jacuzzi. And as we found out, sous vide means under vacuum. Mm-hmm. Not without heat, which we very incorrectly, one of the very few incorrect things we've postulated on the show. So I got a, I got a sad thing to say, Vincent Fodi. I got What's some that? venison. And I made my typical little uh, little sauce, red wine, crushed tomatoes, tons of garlic. Where'd you get the venison Bay from? leaves. I got a guy. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I didn't use the sous vide. I used an Instapot. Okay. Well, and, dude, sous vide all the way, bro. I, Instapot cooks it too high. Yeah. Well, my sauce came out amazing, bomb.com. Right. Um, the venison was so dry and stringy really it just no flavor in it and then i mm. foolishly was like a little drunk and i'm like I don't, a i didn't want to clean up my crock pot right now mm. and b i thought if i cooked it longer it would make it soften up and shred at least yeah no. so i put it the lid on it and i did it on low and i cooked it for like an entire day mm. and my sauce my gravy got so good but the venison stayed tasting like no go yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the last sous vide uh, venison that you did. That was so just fall off the bone. It yeah, was dog. delicious. Yep, that was also buco, and it was also out of this world. It was awesome buco. Uh, shout out to all the Mexican restaurants. I don't think I could possibly eat enough Mexican food. Vincent Fodi, what's been gluttonous in your life this week? Uh, I made some sausages. You're actually you got an actual sausage machine. I've got a You're sausage like maker. Kramer, huh? I've got uh, a meat grinder slash sausage stuffer. Oh, meat grinder sausage stuffer. And I gotta say, I this is the the second. This is actually the the second attempt that I did at making sausages, and every time I do them, they just come out better and better. Mm. I gotta say, mm. um, my it, studio producer has told me not to play a Tom Green clip. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will not be playing any Tom Green clips right now. But yeah, it just keeps getting better and better every time I make the sausages. I I made a jalapeno cheddar pork sausage, and you would think it's kind of hard, but it's actually pretty easy. I I looked up a recipe, and I you know it's mostly pork. You got to make sure that you do like um like a 25 to 30% fat ratio. Yeah. Buy your ground pork, but then you also got to buy some back fat. Se- 70% so less than 70% of its meat cuz you got flavor. Right. Well, you, uh, you do the the straight pork, but most of the time when you buy ground pork it's lean. Mm-hmm. So you have to add fat to it because you want like a 25 to 30% fat content. Nice. Yeah, so what I did was I bought sometimes you can find fat back yeah. in the store, like Foodland has it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can just go buy it and then you you chop it up, you put it in the grinder, you grind that into the already pre-ground pork and then can you're you good put to go. Bacon you can grease in it. No, you can can't you use lard? you can't use lard or grease because it's going to make it just super oily and greasy. Oh, okay, it needs to be fat. It chunks. has to be actual fat that's ground up and mixed in with it. And yeah, you can use fat back, but I couldn't find any fat back, so I used um, pork belly, which is Ooh, which is I most like mostly fat anyway. So I love I, it. I chopped up a bunch of pork belly and ground that into it and then you know you add your salt your pepper some um prog powder which is like something that you use for making sausages because it it helps yeah it's like this pink salt stuff that helps cure okay all the meat 
And then, you know, like you do like half pound, like a whole bag of cheddar cheese that's already shredded. Love it. Chop up a jalapeno, toss Love that in it. there. And then you're good to go. You stuff those sausages and pop them in the smoker. What are you using for casing? Uh, I'm using, it's like a uh, celluloid or something type casing. I'm not using that. Celluloid the, heroes. I'm not course. using the natural hog casings. But then you pop it in the smoker and you get it up to like 165 and you're good to go. So you're making your own sausage and you're smoking your own meats. And I'm smoking the, the sausage as well. Stuffing up, man. So I actually put a Is picture. Is it worth it? And I mean, it sounds like it's very time consuming. It's time consuming, but it is now, delicious. No one has more free time than you, Vince <laughs> As I, we'll find out later in spoiler alert. I sent you a picture of the sausages that I made. They look big, and, and I'm sort of upset you didn't bring any into me, Vincent Fodi. And I also posted a picture of it on the Patreon. Uh, I know. So if you're on the Patreon, you can go check good, that out. It's good actually, time to plug that. It's actually in the free section, so mm-hmm. you, you don't even have to pay for it to go see it. So for those of us listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we have a nice Patreon for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. It's only a dollar a month. And it's called it's the our- Biscuit Tier Biscuit Tier! Because Patreon has different tiers, and our tier is the Biscuit Tier. Love it! Thanks for liking us, subscribing, sharing. Thanks for... Uh, sh- being friends with the Kaku on Facebook. Thanks for being friends with the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And thanks for visiting a website I totally own, gravywars.com. And Vince, where can people follow us on Instagram and the Gmails? Uh, you can email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's, That's the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. So if you have trivia questions that you want to send in the chuck, you can send those trivia questions in to the biscuits and gravy at gmail.com. And yeah, everything else is going to be biscuits and gravy 808 on Instagram, mm. on Patreon, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Biscuits and if you and gravy 808. don't want to make your own sausages and smoke your own meats, why don't you call our good friends down at James Franco's Hot Dogs? James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. And if you want to make your um, sausage brown, you can use Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. And, of course, a good side dish to anything gluttony-related would be our good friends down at Condoleezza's Rice. Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. Against hunger, you guys. All right. Do we have to take, like, a break or something? It's been no, so I long since I've done this. No, I think it's the end of the show. This. I think are we – Tony, are we supposed to take a break or is that the end? Okay, Tony's gone. All right. Tony got the coronavirus, I guess. Yes, if no one talks to me, <laughs> we've we only got the corona. We've only been here for 45 minutes and we already killed Tony. But you know what? Hey, kill Tony. That's funny. I am going to play just us. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our friends down in Australia. And then Vince, what are we going to finish today's episode up with? Uh, we still got well, I can do some more stuff for Gluttony Club, but right. maybe we can just save that for next week because we're getting a little low on time. Uh, we still got to do Spoiler Alert, and of course, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chee-ha, everybody. All Thanks right. for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Biscuits and Gravy Show, just two comedians talking story. Just right. two comedians getting radio smothered and covered. So, Just two comedians reminding you that the New World Order, Agenda 21, and Lizard People are here to take your jobs. As I really want to talk about the chicken brian that i made but i, I gotta get used to the fact that we can only do like 57 minutes yeah we got like eight more minutes left bro we gotta we gotta shadow run this we gotta yeah. speed run it okay so let's get in the spoiler alert let's do it bro uh, i feel so constrained when we were in the biscuit bunker we had so much free time to just mm-hmm. talk about the government and mm-hmm. stuff all right so spoiler alert let's talk about first of all 
it wouldn't be spoiler alert if we didn't mention the things that we were looking forward to seeing. Like F9 is coming out soon. Oh, my God. They love it. Are you excited? I'm not. <laughs> Hold on. Let me ask the crowd again. Are you guys ready for F9? Yeah. They're excited. The ninth installment in the Fast and the Furious uh, franchise is coming out. It's going to be June 25th. So we're only a couple weeks away. I'm very excited. And also, you know what's even closer than that, Chuck? What? Rick and Morty Season 5 premiere. Uh, it's June 20th. Ooh, I, baby. It feels like it feels like we've been waiting forever for more Rick and Morty. Now, of course, that's Father's Day. So what better gift on Father's Day other than not being a father and having a blood-sucking parasite steal all your money Wait, than June, having Rick and Morty come back? June 20th is Father's Day? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I've also been watching uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Ooh. Oh, by the way, if you like Rick and Morty, there's a really good Dan Harmon interview that was on MSNBC. If you haven't seen that and you like Dan Harmon, that's a really good watch. It's only like 15 minutes, but it's pretty awesome. Also, uh, so on Hulu, The Handmaid's Tale, probably Hulu's only good original show. Future Man was good, although that's over. Was Future Man a Hulu show? Yeah, and it was funny. Yeah, I gotta say, Future Man was pretty good. That was definitely worth watching. You're worth watching. Um, but Handmaid's Tale has the the latest season has been pretty good. Spoiler alert: she did, you know, she was the whole series. She's been like trapped inside that the place Gilead. So in the future, Trump is president forever, and women have no Trump even is not less president. Rights for their bodies than in the, ever in the future, and people can't get pregnant. In the future, the, bir- the birth rate, individual. the birth rate goes down, and so America does this thing where they they take over the country. It started to be run by religious people, and they changed oh they changed the name of America to Gilead. It started being run by who? Religious people. <laughs> It becomes a theocracy. Our, our studio audience does not like theocracies. And they, they also started doing this thing where they take all the women that are able to have children, they, they force them to have sex and have children, and they're called handmaids oh, okay. based on the, the thing in the Bible where if you if you were married and, you, and your wife couldn't have kids, they would give you a handmaid, like Abraham. Yes. Had. So anyway, she was stuck in this place, and she finally got out in one of the most recent episodes. So now the series is kind of ground to a halt because there's not really much left just kind of doing a lot of political stuff trying to get mm. her daughter out and just like other radio shows trying to go to court and everything so handmaid's tale has been treading water a little bit but at least she got out so i'm looking forward to seeing where they're going to take that because uh, there's definitely another season of handmaid's tale coming out next year so i'm wondering what's going to happen and where they're going to go with that but the big thing we got to talk about is on Netflix. Did you get a chance to watch the new Bo Burnham special yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. So it's called Bo Burnham Inside. Everyone's raving about it. It's fantastic. And it's just really, it's really good. If you like Bo Burnham or if you're a fan of like viral videos or comedy or Which funny songs. Which I'm not normally, but um, I hear it's really funny. Bo Burnham is the master at it. And it, it's just a really good, he, he did the whole thing himself. He did it while he was in quarantine, stuck in his apartment. And the whole thing takes place inside his, his like house. And it's just really great. There's a lot of good songs and a lot of weird, dark, funny content. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's on Netflix. But the real thing I got to talk about is Masters of None. Right. Masters of None, baby. This was a great Friend of the show, Aziz. Show. Yeah, Aziz Ansari, uh, writer, producer, and director of the show Masters of None. It was like a, a comedy about the dating world. And it kind of got put on hold when he got 
he almost got me too, but then it turned out to be nothing. So he was able to come back and and overcome that fake me too thing that happened to him. But it was it was looking like we weren't going to get another season of Masters of None, unfortunately. But we finally did, and I gotta tell you, it's way different than the first two seasons because the first two seasons are all about Aziz, pretty much. Yep. And his relationships, but the third season is he makes like a cameo, but the whole what? season, his whole the whole season is about these other two women. And it's like their story and their struggle of they're married and then one of them wants to have a kid and the other one doesn't. And they go through this whole thing and then they get He's divorced. He's not even in it. He, he is in like one or two of the episodes. What? But he's not the main character. The, what? The whole season centers around these other two women. And the whole thing is shot in four by three aspect ratio. Just like um, Dan Snyder's Justice League for some reason what? was also shot in four by three. What? And it's great. It really looks like uh, the whole thing is really well written and it's super engrossing. Wow. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely you got to go check out the new season of The Handmaid's Tale. I he love it. He has a book about the psychology of dating. And it's, it's, apparently he didn't use his own uh, wisdom. No, he did. That's what, that was the whole that's what made the whole fake me too thing even more ironic that yeah. that he got me tooed because it turned out to be nothing and it turns out he was actually just a nice guy who Yeah. Who they tried to get him, but they couldn't get him. Yep, he's no Louis C.K. He's no Louis C.K. Man, one time <laughs> I was driving taxi, I'd explain. I didn't have to, but I, I definitely did not have to. Somebody brought but up. I did Louis explain to a fifty-three-year-old woman uh, about Louis C.K. And, and oh lordy, um, let's also talk about. I have a subscription to Disney Plus that I got from a friend of the show, Shahane, mm-hmm. and I finally finished watching Rebels. Oh, you love it! You've been you've been plugging it, bro. You've been plugging it hardcore. Yeah, I really like Rebels, and I finally finished watching that. And uh, now I can start watching Bad Batch, which is another Star Wars animated show that takes place during the Clone War years. And I found out that the Book of Boba Fett, which is the live-action Boba Fett show, just finished. Uh, they just wrapped on filming, mm-hmm. so it's almost ready to go. It's going to be When's coming Mandalorian out, two coming out, bro? I think it's all coming out in December. And then the Ahsoka show, out. the Ahsoka show is coming out in twenty twenty two. I think summer of 2022, and also the uh, Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, there the, we go, bro. The live-action Obi-Wan shows. Got to cut you off because we got to do the biscuits and gravy finale well, really quick. That was it. That's all one, I got. One final thing for all you gravy gals out there, for you biscuit boys. You know how much I love The Matrix. The Matrix 4 got is getting released again a year later. They keep teasing me, bro. But here's the best tease of all, baby. Christina Ritchie. That's right. Wednesday Adams is going to join the cast Christina, of the Matrix 4. Christina Ritchie around. Ooh, lordy. All right. So you ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Pick up the peoples and the trash. Okay. All right. All right. Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Stay tuned for other not-as-great radio shows. This is the only one you should be listening to, bro. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fody. And today's show would not be possible without lovely, <laughs> lovely sponsors like Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws all right our first question comes from wendy in st louis missouri she wants to know what kind of hat did david davy crockett wear what kind of hat was he known he for wrote wearing? a uh, oh lordy 
He uh, it was a raccoon skin. Hat. It was a raccoon skin hat. Yeah, that a, is a, correct. A raccoon skin hat. I believe that's what they they're called. All right, David in Austin, Texas wants to know how many grams are in a kilogram. How many grams are in a kilogram? Uh, a hundred. How that might be? How many grams are in a kilogram after you get done with it? But how many grams are in a kilogram? A thousand. A thousand is correct. All right, I'll stick with it. <laughs> Kilo means a thousand. Hundred oh. would be centigram. Ah, okay. And a third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <sighs> Alexa in Haiku wants to know where were the Utah Jazz originally from? Oh, for Christ's sake, Almighty! Utah, not really known for its jazz scene. Uh, Utah Jazz is from New Orleans. That's correct. No way! You got three out of three, Chuck. I'm the smartest buffalo alive. That means you are the smartest buffalo alive, and that also means that that's the end of our show. Oh, Vincent Bodie, you're so great. Back to be here in the Stork Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater, Thank you for everybody. joining us. We're so happy to be live on the air again. Check into the actual Historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater on Google Thank because to I Tony took over Two Google. Tokes. And uh, thanks for all the love and support we get from here, the local KAKU friends. And from me to you, hello! <laughs>